Welcome everyone to the Courageous Truth Podcast. I'm glad that you have chosen to stop by and spend a little time with me today. I am going to air part two of yesterday's episode, Should Christians Protest and What About the Vax Mandate? A lot of interesting thoughts and perspectives in this episode. Always put out the disclaimer, I am not a medical professional. You should not be coming to this episode for medical advice. You should go to your trusted professional on what you should do. My whole thoughts and concerns are about the mandate itself and what that means for society, culture, and the body of Christ. And I give my pastoral thoughts on that and articulate it as best I can. Again, I am starting a new podcast, Courageous Generation Church Podcast, in September. When that comes out, be on the lookout for it. Make sure you subscribe to that one as well. Continue to take a courageous stand for the truth. God bless you, and please enjoy this episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Courageous Truth Podcast, where we strive to live courageously through the lens of Scripture and build courageous lives in a world that is driven by fear. Your host is a proud parent, a proud pastor, a proud business owner, and a proud American. Tune in today for your dose of courageous truth. And now, your host, Eric Lundberg. And I'm back. I want to talk right now and really just kind of speak from my heart, and I want to give you some resources I get a lot of calls, a lot of emails about how people should handle the vaccine mandate. There's a mandate, like I said previously, from Jay Inslee because he took it upon himself to mandate that all state workers be vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine. And they have at uh, this time about eight weeks to uh, be fully vaccinated, I believe by October 18th is the last date. And I really prayed about it and thought and tried to separate myself from my emotions so I could really think about this and pray through this. Some people, for them, getting the vaccine was their choice and the right choice for them. That's not, it's not for me to say what's right for you or for what, it's not for me to say what your best health strategy is. And maybe for some, getting the vaccine is the right choice. Maybe your your body type won't have the type of reactions we're seeing all over the country where there are very adverse and dangerous side effects to getting these shots, these treatments. I don't know if vaccine is the right word. They haven't been fully approved yet. They're still experimental. Regardless of what the media says, they are experimental. And they, if you have to use bully tactics to get people to take it and mandate it or you're going to lose your job, that's that's something else in, entirely. I don't even really have the words for it. But I want to give you some resources. Actually, first, I'm going to read a quote. I'm going to read this quote here. And this is by Jason Kristoff. To effectively brainwash and mind control a population, you first need fear. You then need a ritual or ceremony which relieves the fear. The ritual must be simple so anyone can do it. You must make average people feel like heroes for doing exactly what they're told. The tyrant is best served by being in full control of the fear. 
plus manufacturing the ritual that removes the fear. That pre-manufactured ritual will in turn trick the public into participating in their own enslavement and bring them willingly into the iron grip of the tyrant. And just think about that for a minute. Maybe stop, go back, and, and listen to that statement again because there's a lot of truth there. Never in my lifetime have I been faced with this type of at a crossroads type of tyranny. And we're seeing our governor here in Washington state become a tyrant, an absolute power hungry tyrant. Because he is pushing an agenda most likely for his own political gain. And we are also seeing that Washington state superintendent Chris Reichel is requesting that Governor Inslee issue an executive order to mandate COVID-19 vaccinations for all employees working in K-12 schools throughout the state. And I want you to, I want to pause for a minute and I want you to just think about this. I'm removing my emotions from this and just think about this clearly. He is basically saying if you want to keep your job, you have to put this product into your body. And that's the only way. You no longer have rights to your body. Once you put this in your body, you're basically saying, I'm surrendering my rights. I'm surrendering my body, whatever to do so I can maintain my job and maintain my position. Now, if you look in the book of Revelations, now, let me just be very clear. I'm not a medical professional, okay? I'm not. I don't know the right choice for you. Let me make this statement as well. The COVID-19 vaccination is not the mark of the beast, is not the mark of man that's spoken about in the book of Revelation. It is not. However, I believe that Satan will use this as a social conditioning tool throughout the nations of the earth to get them used to the fear of being without the items they need to live, food, water, money resources. I believe that this is a tool that Satan is going to use. I believe that personally. Now, let me make a prediction. This is not a prophetic word. This is not something, this is just something that I am observing that I'm going to give you some resources and I'm going to cut this down. So you, you can't get mad at me. This is just a prediction, not a prophetic word. Okay. My prediction is this. There is going to be both a rush of state employees and school employees and every and healthcare working employees to go get the vaccine so they can ensure that they keep their jobs. There's also going to be a portion, a remnant of people that is growing bigger and bigger every day that are refusing to get it and are standing their ground. Because these mandates are illegal and unconstitutional, unethical, unmoral, and downright horrible and mean and tyrannical, I mean authoritative at its highest, they are going to lose this battle. There's many court cases right now all throughout all the states that are mandating this. And not every state is doing it, which shows you right there that it's all for political gain. But my prediction is this. They are not going to win out in the end. October 18th is going to come and go, and they're not going to be firing people from their jobs. I don't know if it's going to be a court case. I don't know what it's going to be, but that is my prediction, that those who stood their ground are going to keep their jobs, keep their positions, and win this thing. And the people who rushed out to get the vaccine because they didn't want it are going to be 
furious because they went and had to get the vaccine to keep their job. And then in the end, they realized they didn't have to do it. So when people call me and they say, Pastor Eric, what, do, what is your advice? Number one, I tell them I'm not a medical professional. I don't have the right answers as to whether a vaccine is for you or not. But what I do tell them, I say, hold off as long as possible. Look at getting a religious exemption. I'm going to give you some resources here in just a minute. Look at getting a religious exemption if you cannot get a medical exemption. Because there are so many people having adverse reactions from this gene therapy or experimental therapy or quote-unquote vaccine, whatever you want to call it. There's so many people. And if you listen to... There's a lot of people having adverse reactions. So what I'm going to say is this is the advice that I give them. Number one, trust God, pray, and do not despair. Number two, do not quit your job or leave your school or your place of employment. Stand your ground. Wait a week or so or a month or so and turn in your religious exemption request. Unless, of course, your school is not you don't have that kind of time number four is use the information that you learn along the way do your own research so that you can build a proper and factual case to protect yourself now god is with you trust him through all this so now i'm going to read a couple facts and then i'm going to cut this short from liberty council And I'm going to give you this website and I'm going to put it in the show notes. Okay. Liberty Council, lc.org slash exempt. Again, that's lc.org slash exempt. And this man, Harry Myhet, I believe I'm saying this right, and you can follow him on Facebook. He is the vice president of legal affairs and chief litigation counsel at Liberty Council. And his quote under his profile picture says, Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know who I have believed and am persuaded that he is able. Now, he is on his Facebook page. I would seriously suggest you go and get this. Uh, On his Facebook page, every day he's doing a series called Religious Exemption Series. I'm going to read a little bit from part five, and it's basically just a text in his profile, but there is a lot of information for you right there, okay? And this has been the best one that I have found. Again, Harry Myhet. This is the biblical case against abortion-derived vaccines. Now, we know that there are most likely aborted fetal cells, aborted cell linings in a lot of these vaccines. So... This is a case right there for religious exemption. Now, I'm just going to read a little bit from this and hope that it blesses you, inspires you to go and look at this for yourself. This is what the post says. The biblical case against abortion-derived vaccines is simple and straightforward. Here are six key doctrines. Remember that you do not have to discuss all these in detail in your religious exemption. Number one, God, the creator of life, created humans in his own image, and human life is sacred to him. Genesis 1, 26-27. Number two, in his inspired, inherent word, the Bible, God makes it absolutely clear that in his eyes, human life begins at the moment of conception. And he lists about five 
scriptures in that. Number three, God has prohibited murder, in parentheses, the killing of an innocent human being, and murder is a heinous sin. Exodus 20.13, Genesis 9.6, Deuteronomy 27.25. Number four, God gives each believer the Holy Spirit to personally guide him or her in all aspects of life. The Holy Spirit teaches the believer all things, guides the believer in all truth, and reproves the in righteousness. Number five, the human body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and the believer must not defile it. A believer who prays earnestly God seeks the instruction of the Holy Spirit and receives in his or her conscience the instruction that he or she must not defile their body with any product that has any connection to the grievous sin of abortion and has a sincere religious objection to abortion-derived vaccines. For a believer accepting such a vaccine would be disobedient to the Holy Spirit and a sin against God. Now, Harry gives, at this point, you go to the website and then you go to his Facebook page and all of this, especially if you are considering submitting a exemption. Because the last point that I said to you is enough, is, is enough to get that exemption. We have religious freedom in this country. There are laws that are protecting you. Now, should we even have to do this? We should be able to reject it. But that's where we're at. So I think that it is very important that we look at this as a religious exemption. Now, I'm not an expert on religious exemptions. I'm, I'm not by any means know everything about it. I'm just trying to point you in the right direction towards someone who understands the biblical reasoning behind it and has the legal understanding to be able to equip you to make a good, solid case to your employer. Jay Inslee cannot get away with this. Those who are pushing this cannot get away with this. I mean, our school systems say we're a bully-free zone, but yet they bully their employees into falling along with these lines. Now, one thing he does say is you also need to, in your religious exemption, put a plan in place so that you can take alternative safety measures, such as distancing, masking, or whatever. Now, I don't like masks. I think they're stupid. I, 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 data shows that they don't work. However, wearing a mask is a lot better than getting a vaccine because the mask you can take off and throw in the trash can. A vaccine is with you forever. And there's so many, so much wrong with the vaccine. It's, it's unreal. The spike protein, a lot of the hormonal imbalances, so many pregnant women are having miscarriages because of it. The list goes on and on. But anyway... It's time now for me to wrap this up. I'm sorry that I went so long. Again, let me say this again. I am not a health expert. I am not a legal expert. I am. My heart is to point you towards Liberty Council that can help you begin your journey to putting together your religious exemption so that you can be successful in not having to comply with this horrible vaccine mandate. Again, lc.org slash exempt that's liberty council harry myhet you can look him up on facebook i'll try and put a link below in the show notes so that you can click with ease anyway i know that we live in tumultuous times for a lot of you who are facing this mandate i'm i'm very blessed i don't have to i work for myself 
So I don't have to face this. So I can only imagine what you guys are going through right now, the stress and having to put these things together. But like I said before, God is able. God is on our side. Let's keep our eyes on him. Let's trust him in the dark hours. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. The psalmist says when he was facing certain death, he took a courageous stand and trusted in his God to see him through. And I would encourage you to do the same. Pray for wisdom. Pray for understanding. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Go to trusted pastors and leaders that help you personally make the best decision for you and your situation. So that's all the time I have for this week. God bless you. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Look in the show notes for the resources that I have put out there, and I hope they help you in your journey. God bless you. Continue to take a courageous stand for the truth. Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. We live in a world that is in desperate need of courage and in desperate need of truth. Our prayer is that this podcast will equip and inspire you to live courageously for your family, your community, your God, and for your country. Be courageous in your stand for truth in a world that is completely abandoned. See you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Remember, truth requires courage.